So we are now spending somewhere of the order of 15 or more percent of our gross natural product on what is called health care, which is really sickness care. And why are we doing that? Because we are eating ourselves into an early grave. And we can turn that around. We can solve the national debt crisis, not by raising taxes, like one group says, not by lowering taxes like another group has, just by eating better. Dr. Terry Grossman, it's exciting to be with you here at the Immortality Conference. And in your anti-aging regime, you personally have made what I would characterize as a rather significant change, some kind of awareness about the fuel, the food that you put in your body. And tell us about that transition and what, what motivated you to do that? Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, I'm 69 and a half and about uh, eight months ago, I did a uh, ultrasound examination of my uh, carotid arteries, which I do as part of the uh, executive health evaluations I do at my clinic in Denver. Uh, and I found Unfortunately, evidence of some plaque buildup, some calcified uh, cholesterol plaque in my arteries. And this was very discouraging to me because I don't have high blood pressure, I don't have high cholesterol, I don't even have a family history of heart disease, yet I found that this was present. So uh, I immediately, the same day, decided to change my life around and treat every possible risk factor I can. And obviously the easiest way to, to change this is the three opportunities a day that we have to reduce inflammation in our body, breakfast, lunch, and supper. So I switched over to what I feel is the healthiest diet that exists for this kind of problem and for every kind of problem. I mean, I don't know of any health problem that is not helped by a low-fat, virtually no-added-fat, whole foods, plant-based diet. Now, I personally read multiple books, and I'd read them in the past. I'd read books by Caldwell Esselstein, How to Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease. I read Colin Campbell's book, The China Study. I'd read Dean Ornish's books and studies. I read Michael Greger's book, How Not to Die. I mean, multiple books, but I hadn't quite made the transition in terms of what I needed to do. But once I found I had this cholesterol plaque, at that point I decided to make the change. And I have to admit, I thought it was going to be very difficult. I thought, this is a boring diet. I can't eat all the food that I like. I was raised in the South. I love fried chicken. I love barbecue. I can't eat these things anymore. It's going to be terrible, but I'm willing to do it for the sake of my health. But what really completely surprised me was how great I felt. I had so much energy. My mind felt like it was just as sharp as it could be that here I am eight months into this diet and I don't even want to think about stopping. I don't miss these foods whatsoever because I don't want to give up how great I feel. You know, Dr. Terry Grossman, you and I had a very good interview a number of months ago. It was probably prior to uh, uh, the eight-month uh, period. Um, gosh, and I remember that time I posed to you. We talked a little bit about plant-based protein. You said, yeah, 
theoretically, that is a good way to go. But, you know, I don't have anyone making the food for me. And it would be great. You mentioned something about a cookbook and, and a, 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 a cook or cuisine being prepared. I would do it if it was made simpler. But right now, I'm not completely doing it. I remember that interview distinctly. And it's interesting that you now have the clinical proof in front of us. You told me a number of years ago you had microscopy in your office, and for various reasons, and we won't get into all those details, uh, you don't have the scope in your practice now, but we're talking about some new innovations and maybe bringing it back. But the, the beauty of this 1080 camera with this high-powered microscope, and we're looking at a drop of your blood, your actual red blood cells, the separation, the purity of the background, vir virtually no triglycerides, little tiny specks here and there, and they're perfectly shaped. You're absorbing vitamins and minerals well. And you mentioned years ago when you used to look at your own blood, you saw Rouleau, you saw challenges in the blood, and now you're seeing what you and I would characterize after me seeing tens of thousands of samples over the last 40 years. This is one of the most perfect profiles of blood taken today in the middle of the day after eating, and you're being fairly careful, but you're traveling, not maybe as perfect as if it was at home. I personally bring food with me, so I'm not at mercy at the, at the hotels what we're eating. But this is something to be proud of. It's like getting the perfect report card from college or, or high school, and you, you got something, you got bragging rights here, Terry. This is the proof. Oh, absolutely. The first thing that I want to comment on is I actually was influenced to start this diet thanks to our last interview that occurred at an A4M meeting in December in Las Vegas. Yes. We both spoke at that meeting. We had an interview together. You mentioned the diet to me. I knew that you were on this diet and had been on it for decades. 40 years. And it sat in my mind, and I happened to do this test probably three days later. So I went on the diet a few days after our last interview and have been on it ever since. So that was eight months ago. So that's the timeline for when this occurred. And you played a significant role in my decision to do this because I look at you and I see how healthy you are, the energy that you have, your mental focus and all the rest. So, hey, I want to be like Nick. Why not? So I followed that. Now, now. looking at this blood... You're right. I used to have uh, a dark field microscope like this. And when I saw my blood on your microscope, I was absolutely delighted. I will be honest with you. I've never <laughs> seen anybody have blood look this clear because I didn't have any low-fat vegans that I was taking care of back then because I haven't had a microscope in my office for over 15 years. I have a, a valuable tool for feedback. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to get one of these now. But just looking at my blood like this just reinforces my desire to stay on this diet. Not that I need any reinforcement. I just feel so tremendous. But this is great reinforcement. And what I would love to do now is take other patients, show them what show their blood looks. Where it's at now. Right. And show them what it could look like. You're oh, old. by the way, this is mine. So wouldn't you like? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you like blood like this as well? Yeah. 
And the blood is the lifeline to the body, to the brain, to trillions of cells. And without which, if, if, if it's inhibited as the fat coats the blood cells, I don't care if it's olive oil, corn oil, safflower oil, coconut oil, all that insult of all that added uh, processed, heavily processed, because to take it out of 14 years of corn to make a little tablespoon of corn oil, to take it out of massive amounts of coconut or olives and concentrate that, it's kind of like taking sugar out of sugar beets. We know sugar is not good for you, but taking beets, which are healthy for us, whole beets, uh, the same analogy applies. Separating out those oils from the fiber, the nutrients, that fat just rolls right into the bloodstream. Literally, I can show you within four hours, I have a famous video called How to Become Diabetic in Six Hours, where you, <laughs> you, you see my pristine blood and I drank olive oil in front of the camera. And I actually made a face like that because it was yuck. And, and you see the fat roll in from a nice triglyceride of under 45 in the middle of the day because I'm eating fruit and whole food. And then I drank olive oil and it goes up to 78, doubled within about an hour or two of drinking it. And then I added insult to injury, added some more fats you know, from typical foods people eat. And my levels went up to over, over 300. My blood sugar elevated. And within six hours, I was testing diabetic. Well, the amazing thing is, I've studied this now, you're, there, there is a test they do called FMD, flow-mediated dilation. And this is essentially a test of what we refer to in medicine as endothelial dysfunction. The endothelium is the inner lining of the arteries. And if your endothelium is healthy, then by and large, you are healthy. Your endothelial dysfunction or function, your flow media dilation will change within minutes after the, what, whatever food you eat. So they did a study on people. They had them eat a conventional fast food meal. By the way, 50% of fast food meals in this country consist of a hamburger. 30% of them consist of French fries. And over 60% of them consist of a sugary soft drink. So hamburger, french fries, soft drink, measure flow medial dilation and triglyceride, blood fat levels that you just talked about. A few minutes later, 10, 15 minutes later, the changes were phenomenal. Flow medial dilation in a negative way. In a negative way. Flow medial dilation went way down. Triglycerides, blood fats went way up. Then they did the same thing after people ate a healthful meal. Fruits, vegetables, salad, grains, whole grains, things like this. Yeah. A whole foods, plant-based meal. Nothing changed. Everything stayed the same. Your arteries stayed just as healthy as they were. So when we say that you have three meals a day to improve your health, it really is true because the changes occur virtually instantaneously. Yeah. Dr. Terry Grossman, your experience is profound and the fact that you're willing to share your own drop of blood and with the audience and look at these healthy white blood cells, how active you can actually see this white blood cell moving on the screen and this one. So you've got lymphocytes, monocytes, you've got eosinophils, basophils, and they're your army, your own army, but your own army, the lymphatics, the fat rolls through the bloodstream and it clumps up the blood. It clumps up the immune system. It ties up and suppresses the immune system. Caldwell Elselstein, in my interview with him, said that oils and fats, uh, that, that camera's live too, oils and fats actually um, 
depleted one's nitric oxide level. And so when you're following, when you're following a program, you need to test nitric oxide and put people on a full fat diet, show how depleted, even if they're eating greens and beets and all the good things, then go on an oil-free diet. I like to use a little nuts and seeds, very limited, small amounts, a little bit of avocado, olives, but my whole foods diet proportionally is under 7% fat, probably around 9% uh, protein, even though I'm a fitness advocate and I get all the protein I need from my potatoes, rice, fruits, vegetables, beans, and beans. I don't have to combine them to get a complete protein because the enzymes slough off in the intestines. You get a, a enzymes of about 150 grams of protein a day from your own recycling of enzymes. You get 30 grams of protein from your intestines sloughing and recycling. So you only need about 30 more grams of protein, but on average, a plant-based diet, you're gonna get 60 to 90 grams of protein, more than enough. So I'm getting all my protein at six to 9% protein and my complex carbohydrates, the starch, the resistant starches, I'm getting somewhere around, what's the math on that, 70, 80, 85% uh, resistant starches that are helpful for my blood sugar, my insulin, my bile acids, my cholesterol, moving toxins out of the body. I get over 100 grams of fiber a day. Yeah, no, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, as a practicing physician, I'm sure uh, I get the kind of questions that you get mm. from clients, from patients. How do I get my protein? And there's this illusion and I, the example I like to give is, look at a racehorse. A racehorse has got enormous muscle mass. What kind of protein supplements, what kind of meat, and what kind of fish and chicken <laughs> does the racehorse eat? None. And Oats yet, and hay. That's right. So a whole food plant-based diet is what the horse is eating. And a no, rhino. That's correct. An elephant. Right. All of a these. A gorilla. All of them. They are, they are basically vegans. They're low-fat vegans like we are. And they're incredibly strong. They're incredibly powerful. So the fact is, just like you say, we have all of these sources of protein and this illusion that has been propagated on the American people, largely by vested food interests, yes. to convince us that, quote, milk is good food. Milk is actually junk food. Yeah. Drinking milk, drinking three cups a day increases the risk of breast cancer. I don't know if it's 300 or 400%, but it's enormous. Eating cheese is bad for us. So the other thing I do is I look at this blood, which is now about an hour and a half old. Right. And the cells haven't fallen apart. They've stayed <laughs> they, perfect. They maintain their I favorite. mean, when you have blood that's been sitting out for an hour and a half, mm. the cells cream yeah, yeah. breaking apart. So mm. they're staying healthy for in just out in the air, getting oxidized by oxygen. They're getting beat up by the environment, and yet they're still staying perfect. So ask me how long I'm going to stay on this diet. Guess what? The rest of your <laughs> eternal life. And I hope it's a really long time. But I think with a diet like this, there's a chance that it'll be a lot longer than it would have been if I wasn't following this diet. So I am very excited. I so much appreciate your sharing this with me and letting me see what my blood looks like. I look forward to sharing this with my patients. I'm going to get a microscope once again like this and showing my patients what their blood looks like because this is invaluable information. If you can actually see what your red blood cells look like, how they're sticking together because of all the gloppy stuff that you're eating compared to what they could look like. I mean, if you have red cells that look like this, you have blood that looks like this, how much oxygen can you deliver to your tissues? 
is this why I feel so energetic? Is this why I feel so alive? Is this why my brain feels like I can learn I am in the process of learning a new language now at almost seven years of age, having no trouble whatsoever with all the vocabulary and stuff like that. So I really think it truly offers health advantages. The crazy thing to me is, I mean, I had a little bit of plaque, nothing hopefully that'll ever be a problem for me, certainly doing this diet. I hope to reverse it. But here I have a guy who's had a heart attack. Here I have a woman who's had breast cancer. And I say, I would really like you to take a look at this diet. I couldn't do that. No way. I can't give up these foods I love. We're eating ourselves to death. Yes, you can do that. If people would just try this diet for one week, for three weeks, they would find how great they feel. And I think that just how good they feel, plus looking at their blood in the microscope before and after, would convince them of how much they want it. But it's, don't you find it shocking how addicted we are to the foods we eat, the poisonous foods we eat? You're absolutely right, Dr. Grossman. And I, I've had the fortune over a 40-year career to literally examine people's blood before and after tens of thousands of people. One of the best experiences of my life, I was working with Tony Robbins, and he asked me to come in 1992 to his home, and I brought the microscope. I put the blood up on the screen, and I showed him his dry blood and his live blood, and I described certain things going on in his blood. And he leaned forward, and he said, no one knows that about my medical history. I didn't tell you a thing about this. How did you know this? And I went on to explain to him. And then he, he said, well, can you test a lot of people? I said, I'm thinking, you know, 20, 30, 40 people. And he says, yeah, let me have each of the people in the home, you know, my family, the, the, the assistants. We're going to test you. Can you test a lot of people? I said, I'm thinking, yeah, a lot. And he says, yeah, we have Master University coming up. There'll be 1,000 people coming. And I'm thinking, it's humanly impossible to test 1,000 people in three days. And I said, yes, Tony, I can do it. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I going to do this? I went and bought 10 microscopes. <laughs> I trained a bunch of technicians. And I handed them my cookbook. And I said, in 10 days, Tony, we're going to check. We were using Reflachon at the time, this Colostec. We're going to do a baseline lipids. And 10 days later, because I had read the journals by Dr. James Anderson showing that in 10 days, you could reduce cholesterol and triglycerides. So Somewhere around 30 to 40 percent, and sure enough, we duplicated. I published a study for my PhD thesis: 693 people before and after in 10 days using basically Tony Robbins buffet using my cookbook and all the whole foods, and we dramatically proved. And what the beauty was, Tony got into their value system. He talked to them about how important is your health. If you're the most successful businessman and you could spend all the money that Steve Jobs has, where's Steve Jobs at? If you had all the money in the world that uh, McDonald's owner had, where are you at? Uh, or Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, where are you at? You're gone. You have no way to enjoy that unless you appreciate that every molecule that you put in your body, it'd be like buying a Ferrari and you say, instead of putting that high octane fuel, you put some cheap kerosene. It'll run with kerosene, you know, a Ferrari, cha -cha, cha -cha. would you want to do that? You put high grade fuel in your body and you realize that when oxygen is going to the brain, it's inhibited by low fat coats of blood cells. On the head of a pin, there's 8 million red blood cells. Every drop of fat coats all that blood cells and then they can't get through to the brain. 20% restriction oxygen, you have brain fog, you can't think. So you drink coffee to cut through the grease to wake up. There, there's no question about it. We do have serious food addictions, but look at the look at the population we live in. In this country, if you are at a normal weight, you are in a serious minority group. The largest group, 
is the obese. The second largest group, the overweight but not obese. The minority are the people that are normal weight. This is, this is to me, crazy. How many millions of Americans have high blood pressure? There is an epidemic of diabetes going on in this country. How many, how often can you listen to a sporting event without an advertisement for some kind of ED drug? How many men are suffering from lack of blood supply? Tens of millions. I know that in my practice, the most common prescription drug I write for is one of the ED drugs because we're clogging up our arteries with our diets. So we have simple ways of solving these problems. We can, oh, how many people have arthritis? How many people don't have arthritis? Where does arthritis come from? It comes from being overweight. It comes from eating inflammatory foods. So we are now spending somewhere of the order of 15 or more percent of our gross natural product on what is called healthcare, which is really sickness care. And why are we doing that? Because we are eating ourselves into an early grave. And we can turn that around. We can solve the national debt crisis, not by raising taxes, like one group says, not by lowering taxes like another group has, just by eating better. There's going to be some resistance, Terry, and I think uh, the special interest groups, they're going to be concerned that we're somehow stepping on their grounds and inhibiting people from getting the vital protein they get from meat and fish and chicken and eggs and and milk and we must get our calcium they're so so deluded our even our school children are taught inaccurate information about health and nutrition and then like you said we spent all this time and money trying to mop up it's like uh, i remember uh, dr uh, dennis burkett and he showed a slide in those days it was 35 millimeter slides it was 1978 and up on the slide it's it, he showed uh, a sink and someone had turned the faucet on and put the plug in and water was flowing over the sink into onto the floor and they brought people with mops and they were mopping it up and every, every shift, they had a new group coming in, mopping up all the water all over because they didn't want it to sleep down the stairway and cause people to slip and fall, but some slipped and fall and hit their head. Then they had to be rushed to emergency. Others were taking that white sugar on the table and, you know, they got so addicted to it, they, they developed diseases. Others were eating gobs of fat and meat and they had clogged arteries and they just kept letting the... Someone looked at the sink and, turn off, turn off the faucet! <laughs> Let's, let's let the moppers go home and get a real job, someone where they can help old people to live into that next generation of longevity, immortality, but they're not going to make immortality and longevity. You and I know some of the greatest thinkers in immortality and anti-aging are sincerely, personally confused about their own lifestyle and even publicly saying that it's okay to eat meat or milk or eggs or cheese. Okay, have they looked at their blood yet? I look at sometimes behind closed doors. I know the truth of what I see. Oh, absolutely. The analogy that I like, similar to the one that you gave, is you have a, a cliff, and people are falling off of the cliff regularly because it's dangerous, it's slippery. So the individuals... Uh, keep falling off the cliff they they get hurt they get killed and at the bottom of the cliff they have ambulances standing by so many people are falling off the cliff they have to keep bringing more ambulances and more ambulances and more ambulances when all they have to do is put up a fence 
put up a gate and people will stop falling off the cliff. We can do that with our diet. We can do that with our lifestyle. We can do that with our exercise so that we don't fall off the cliff. We don't need the ambulances. In this country, the ambulances are our hospitals, our medical care, our drugs. We, we're spending a fortune on those things to mop up after we fall off the cliff. We don't need to do that anymore. We can take care of ourselves, uh, live more healthfully. Preventive medicine, honestly, is where it's at. So really, it's a matter of education. But the bigger problem is you follow the money. The money always leads. And in, and in the United States, in a, a, a capitalistic society, the money interests want us to eat what they want to sell, what they can make money off. Sugary foods. Sugar costs almost nothing to grow. It's addictive. It's habit-forming. It tastes good. People love it. So fat foods, people love it. So mix fat and sugar together, you got a winner. Pizza, ice cream. People love these kind of foods. McDonald's, they're adding sugar to their french fries so that people will eat more of them. Fat and sugar, fat and sugar. Donuts, fat and sugar. These are the foods that people love, but these are the foods that are going to make your blood clog, that are going to make it so that you don't have good blood flow to your heart, you don't have good blood flow to your kidneys, you don't have good blood flow to your brain, you don't have good blood flow to your sexual organs, you don't have good blood flow anywhere, and all these problems are going to result and all you have to do is clean up your diet. It's really very, very simple. I mean, it's not rocket science. What part of this is hard to understand? I don't understand it myself. <laughs> I, I, I think that we've brought it to a very clear awareness. And it's our job to facilitate that awareness and open up the probability that maybe something that someone's been doing their entire lifetime and then they get ill they get sick and the doctor diagnose and they give them a prescribed drug and let's try and lower their blood pressure not realizing that the thick blood is the primary cause because of what they're eating uh the heart medication because they clog their arteries and they could have eaten whole natural foods so lifestyle medicine is a new, not so new, because my mentor Nathan Pritikin started the whole movement back in 1977, 78, 79, from what he learned from Lester Morrison and his mentors, Dennis Burkett and Huel Trowell. And I was present during those meetings, those very early conferences with Ernest Winder, who theorized that cigarette smoking caused uh, lung uh, uh, cancer. And Ernest Winder went on to say that high prolactin levels due to a high fat diet within 30 days following a low fat whole foods diet within 30 days, you could lower the levels of prolactin down low enough that the risk of breast cancer dropped dramatically. He said that back in 1978. I was present at the meeting when he said it. And yet the whole society is running around with a lack of awareness of why we have such a high rate of breast cancer now and such a high rate of prostate cancer. The studies are in. It's very clear. It's not up to debate any longer. So our concern is that people get the right information and evaluate and go through the journals, look up our website, uh, look at the links, uh, look at all the interviews I've been doing for the last three years and share this information with people. And from that, make a new decision. What would it be worth for people to have incredible energy hour after hour, feel bounds of energy without having to depend on coffee? If you like coffee, that's fine. That'll just put you like rocket fuel on top of a, you know, high energy, you know, uh, fuel tank. But, you know, the reality is exercise, body movement, eating whole natural foods, um, 
adjusting for hormonal decline, it's inevitable with age, making sure that we live a drug-free life, prescription or otherwise, ideally, and taking in positive thoughts and being love and connected. You know, we started that in the other segment about love and connection and kind of the male-female whole, that we had fun with that talk. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it really is very simple. The information's in. We had it from the time of Burkett, who was working in Africa. What is it, 100 years ago? He said in Africa they have uh, small hospitals and large bowel movements because they eat so much fiber. In the United States, we have big hospitals and small bowel movements. So, yes, exactly. So... I think that we know, uh, they, they, they published a study recently comparing people in Uganda to people in the United States. Uganda is a third world country, yet over there, the incidence of heart attacks is 0.1% of the population. In the United States, it's the leading cause of death. 25% of people have heart attacks, die from heart attacks. The number that have them and survive is even higher. One in three people are going to have a heart attack during this lifetime. In Uganda, one in a thousand people are going to have a heart attack. Why? They eat a whole food plant-based diet without a lot of animal protein in Uganda, without a lot of fat in Uganda. So, you know, this underdeveloped world in some ways is a lot more developed than we are. Thank you so much, Dr. Terry Grossman. Your blood is living proof. I'm impressed, astonished, and excited. Uh, I think this message has to get out to the world, and that's what we're about to do. So our next segment, tune into to NickDelgado.com. Uh, locate Dr. Terry Grossman uh, out of Colorado. Yeah, GrossmanWellnessCenter.com. GrossmanWellness.com, and my clinic is the Grossman Wellness Center in the Denver area. Thank you very much. Be well, eat healthy, move your body, and keep those positive thoughts. And send us some love. Subscribe to the channel and get on track right now. And look up a doctor that does blood morphology that I've trained. Uh, I think you'll find a whole new world at the cellular level that you're going to now be able to say the statement I always say is, blood doesn't lie. <laughs> Thanks very much, Nick. It's been my pleasure. Bye-bye. Hey guys, I got to tell you, the new coaching program has come out and we're excited about the coaching program because the coaching program is at nickdelgado.com. We'd love to help to guide you, to coach you on your health journey. And now you can apply for the special coaching program. And you can also get our special book, Immune Rejuvenation. Just leave your name and email and you're going to get one of the best books written on this whole subject. We are excited to no end. And I got to tell you that, you know, the whole idea of immune rejuvenation has come. 